Welcome to the Big Vino brand here on Twitch, spilling the reality. Oh, I forgot. We're also on Anchor FM. We're on iTunes. We're on everything. We're taking over the world. This is. We're taking over. <laughs> spilling the reality. I am Noelle Grasso, and I am here with, again, my close to your personal friend, longtime friend, up and down the roads together, Devin Sturgis. Devin. What's up? I'm not even gonna ask how you are. I just want to hear the story. See this? This so, is Casey Penny's photo catalog face. So this is <laughs> this has layers. It builds, right? Because it it gets. It, I was gonna tell this story. It starts off that you you'll think, oh man, this can only happen to Devin, and then it builds. Is it more <laughs> like an onion or like a parfait? It's more like one of those cakes. With all the little tiny thin layers, and there's like 30 of them that build up the whole cake. Oh, the colorful layer. What's it called? Like the Smith Island cake? I don't know what the hell they're talking about. All right. Anyway, so this is my evening. Okay. And it starts, it starts with me picking up my daughter from Taekwondo class with my son and my wife. And my wife gets this like horrible migraine. So let me let me back up and say for people that haven't seen this online, there's a picture floating around of North Carolina and an aerial view. And it's just yellow. <gasps> I've seen this. Okay. And both my wife and I are extremely allergic to pollen. <laughs> so I've been like not feeling good anyways. <clears throat> so she gets a migraine. Like she gets one of those like like when she gets her migraines, they're like completely debilitating like she needs to be in bed benadryl passed out lights off so my daughter's school had one of these like spirit nights at chick-fil-a right so she wants to go and see her friends so i drive so we're her taekwondo school is right near that chick-fil-a it's like on the way home so we go past that drop my wife off let her go home and rest and then we go to the chick-fil-a thing which is just a madhouse Right, so you can imagine like maybe like a hundred people from the school crammed into this little Chick Fil A. I got a four-year-old and a moody nine-year-old running around. This isn't the crazy part. I'm just this is like I said this this part alone. This is your backstory. This this part alone would make people go insane. So we're there for about an hour, and then it starts breaking up. So we leave. Right, and uh, can't get hold of my wife. Right. Because I figured she's passed. I'm trying to figure out if she wants something to eat. Like she wants to bring her something home. So we get home, and my daughter has her homework to do, and it's like seven o'clock at night. So I get um, this really. Let's just say I got really sick, like stomach, like bad. No. So I'm dealing with that. She's doing her homework. I hear my son screaming at the dog. <clears throat> and um you're so choked up. No, I'm sorry, it's the right, so yeah. <laughs> we get all that situated again. Again, it's building, it's building. She gets her homework done, proud of her, good job, great. I send them upstairs to go brush their teeth. I'm like cleaning up. Wife still passed out. So I go, so yesterday was the was uh recycling, and so the bin was down at the end of the driveway, so I had to go bring it up. You know, I'm taking trash out and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, one, I'm overweight and our driveway is like this. And um, I'm, more, I, I'm all congested. Like you can probably hear it. Like I'm really, so I'm breathing out of my mouth. I don't know what it was, but I felt something go in 
and hits the back of my throat. No. Okay. Small. I don't know what it was. It could have been pollen. Yeah, it could have been a gnat. It could have been like, it was trying to get dark. It could have been a fire bug or whatever. No idea what it was. So I started gagging. Right? It triggers the, because I was already like, I'm already, I already had this problem at night where I like started throwing up anyways because I'm gagging and I have like, I joke, I have like, like, uh, like a cat, like hairballs, like, you know? So I'm, I'm in the kitchen and at first I'm just like dry heaving and then like, Everything I eat that day comes up. Oh no! Chinese lunch, Chick Fil A, like everything. I was gone. Everything's gone. Oh my god! Tears down my face. I'm like bright, be red. Right, so that's bad enough. Now I'm cleaning the sink and all that stuff. Go upstairs. Kids are like, I hear the kids running around. Somehow my wife's sleeping through all this, right? <clears throat> Not somehow. Benadryl. Okay, and then uh, so I get them ready, and they're in the bath. She wakes up. And she's like, I'm really hungry. And I'm like, well, yeah, I figured I was going to go back out and get you dinner or something. Because we didn't have anything in the house. So we're going away this weekend. <clears throat> so our one of our go-to places is this Irish pub downtown. This is Finnegan's Wake. Awesome place. They know us there. Like, I walk in and the bartender's like, do you just want the appetizer? Do you want the sandwich? Like, he already, like we get the same thing all the time. Yeah, that's how we are. So it's not that bad. So I, I was worried about making the show, right? Because it was like 8.30 at that point. But um, it's like 10 minutes downtown. They usually take about 5, 10 minutes to get me stuff. And it's maybe, you know, 10 minutes back. I figured plenty of time. I get down there at 8.40. So first I walk. So there's two doors. There's a bar. And I couldn't really see in the bar for whatever reason. I'll tell you that this is why. And this is the part of the story that I'm building up to. So, so far, like this day has already been, you can tell, right? Yeah, it's already been a nightmare. <clears throat> so you don't walk into the bar, really. You walk into the dining room, and then you have to walk into the bar. So I walk in, and uh, the doors to the bar are shut. I'm like, what the hell? And you have to walk. Like, there's, like, a barrier to where you can't see the dining room until you start walking to the bar, and then you can see it. And there's these two guys standing up talking to, like, a room full of people that have their chairs facing them. And I'm thinking, like, and they're dressed nice. Nobody else is. So I'm thinking, like, they're selling something. It's some Amway scan. Like, right. some religious thing. I didn't know. <clears throat> so, skip ahead just to, to, that I found out that it's this show that they do around here called A Priest and a Rabbi. It used to be called a priest and a rabbi walk into a bar. Now it's a priest and a rabbi. And it literally is like a religious discussion with an Episcopal uh, priest and a rabbi. And people come out and they have like dialogues about Bible stuff. They call it like the Torah and the Torah. It's not comedy as I thought it was. No, it should have been. It's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be entertaining, but they're talking religion. I would show up and I'd be waiting for a comedy show. They'd start talking about the Bible and I wouldn't refund. Like, I don't know. This is pretty funny. So I, so that, so my first thought is like, what the hell? Like I've never seen this down here, and so I'm morning. So then I go through the. I open the door to go into the bar. Okay, so this bar on this is a Thursday night. It it would be kind of busy, but not crazy. <clears throat> I mean, I was able to park right in front of the bar, which is on the street, so their parking lot. So I didn't think they were busy. Well, there must have been. The bar was full of various stages of people. A couple of the tables were full, and the rest of it was just cram-packed. At first, I thought it was all sorority, but there was girls and guys from the college, because we're right near Wake Forest University, 
there must have been 300 people crammed in there and they were in packs so like one pack was wearing um togas and one pack was wearing um like uh like t-shirt boxers and a red superman cape and they were all wearing that and like that whole clan was wearing that and then another group was wearing they came in later like um scientists lab coats and goggles and like they were all wearing all these different like they came in these packs together they were all doing the same drink because evidently i don't know that's what they don't know they were all doing the the irish car bomb thing right (laughs) they must be doing a pub crawl because they all went in there they did a couple drinks they sang songs and they were going out in packs and packs were coming in and it was just like this con it took me an hour so first of all let me say my wife wasn't that hungry she just wanted an appetizer it was like a seven dollar appetizer she wanted those flipping scotch eggs have you ever had that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they take the egg, the hard-boiled egg, they wrap it in the sausage, and they batter it and fry it, and then you get it with a spicy mustard. Right. That's all she wanted. That's all she wanted. It's two eggs. I can made it here. It took me an hour. So first of all, keep in mind, all the bartenders know me there because we're there so much. Um, it took almost an hour just to get one of their attentions because i had all these college kids cutting me off in front of me to order all these drinks and these shots and like and all you wanted was the scotch eggs seven dollar app and i was trying to signal the guy because if i because like the one bartender that that talked to me usually if he would look over i would just be like yeah like and he wouldn't know exactly what i wanted right And then, and then the the lab coat group were going up. Not to me, thank God. They were going up to all these like old, like old people, like in their 50s, 60s kind of people, because um, that was the older part of the crowd. And just asking them what's like, what's their favorite song? And they would tell them, and they would sing it as some, a group. Some kind of like. And then there were um, some girls were wearing signs that had like sensor on the key spots, and like other people were wearing like what would have been like like disco ball looking prom dresses. Like I, I don't know what. And at first, like I said I thought it was like a sorority thing, but there were some guys mixed in There's too. Some kind of scavenger hunt that you wandered into. <clears throat> it was a pub crawl. It was a bar crawl. Something. It was a bar crawl is what it was. They were going up and down the street downtown drinking. Went to get a $7 appetite. <clears throat> My wife was like, what? Well, Nick G was going to come on with us tonight. And I and he should have been there. Yeah, he probably should have been. He would have been. Getting late, so I told him just go to bed because he gets up like super early to go to. I say that like he's a little kid. He gets, uh, he's an adult. He gets up super early to go to school. So I, I, felt, I, I, felt, I felt bad for this one girl. She comes and she orders. The, first of all, these are college kids. Now I know it's Wake Forest, which is sort of like um, Country Club U. Okay, which actually ironically is one of the one of the roads that runs near this Country Club Road route, and like a lot of the Richie Riches go there. But I don't like these kids were paying like pulling out credit cards and paying for drinks like for their friends like buying six eight drinks at a time and i had that like you know angel devil thing going on with the one girl who left her credit card sitting on the bar when they were getting ready to walk out you'd have paid for your seven dollar egg (laughs) (laughs) 
And the bartender had to like chase people down because they were like ordering drinks and then drinking in and walking out. And he's like chasing them down the street with her bill. Like, what the hell did I walk into? It was insane. Literally the craziest situation that you could have walked So that's why I was late. This whole day has been. That's okay because I had to go to the you know, then I wouldn't have had to wait to go. No, I have my friend was here building my my life is an ass. Uh my friend was here building chairs for my bar. We bought all new furniture for the house, like office furniture, which is as you can see still the same. So he was building chairs outside for this ridiculous bar that Vito's building, but I, I don't. I, I don't know. But, you know, next time, just the, this announcement to the kids that it's on the book puck crawl path, and you just get them to do some shit while they're there. That's how they pay for their drinks. Yeah, I I made a mistake. I should have pub crawled people to build furniture at my. That's it. Building furniture for weeks. It's just insanity, insanity. So, you know, you it was good. You were delayed. Other than like the Nick G thing, like Nick was a little butthurt at us. But you know, he'll get it. Oh, well, let him listen to this, and he'll know why. Yeah, well, I'll send it to him tomorrow, but he'll he he'll call next week with us. He may be here next week, I think. Sweet. I don't know. If he's here, that'll be pretty cool. He can actually <laughs> do it live, live in the room with me. I get him to pay attention. Yeah. Are, you ready for, are you ready for some strange news? Number one, I want to start out with um, just letting everybody know this um, Sunday. I'm, I'm announcing this now ahead of time. Vito's doing Getting Color this Sunday with Virtue. They are going to discuss... The, um, the Dark Side of the Ring. I don't know if you've seen this documentary. If you have not, I will send it. I keep meaning to put it on my DVR and I forget. I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, I watched the one. I, I watched both of them last night. There's one with Randy Savage and there's one with Bruiser Brody. Um, so program note, Vito's going to be talking about Dark Side of the Ring with Bruiser Brody because he actually has some, what the hell? Are you eating the green M&M's? <laughs> it's a crispy mint M&M bar. Oh, I need that in my life. These bars are phenomenal. I need it because my breath stinks. I need that. Anyway, I couldn't break the <laughs> He's not only late, he's second with chocolate. Oh, that looks delicious. It's got crunchies and it's got it's like crunchy mint. It's like a it's like the um um what's the the, the Girl Scout cookie thing? Thin mint, but it's got little I don't know if you can see it, but it's got little mini M and M. See that blue? That's a little mini M&M. I'm so jelly of this right now. And they make peanut, almond, plain, crispy mint, and then crispy. I need this in my life. Yeah. All right. Number one, fuck you, because I can't have it, okay? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm back to rehab, so I'm off of everything. I'm this is why I'm so big, people. Right. This oh. is how I use, this is my breath mint. There you go. Fat people breath mint. That's what I do. <laughs> we, I should, I should start a line of stuff and just call it like fat person something. And this is fat person breath mint. I like the market fat people breath mints. I'm on board. I will eat fat people breath mints. Have I ever told you my ice cream that I want to do? No. So they have these really stupid flavors, like um, chocolate chocolate pickle ice cream with potato chips, yeah. and it's going to be marketed to pregnant women. That's a good idea. It's genius. Did you see the pickle pizza thing I showed on Facebook today? I'm eating that. No. Oh. I'm going to pineapple on that stuff. Yeah, pineapple. Okay, I'm, I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. 
No, it's okay. We're 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 in one of those moods tonight. No, what I was going to say was um, the Bruiser Brody is about his his murder um, in Puerto Rico, and Vito has a story relating to this because. Believe it or not, something similar actually happened to him at Puerto Rico, starring the same people. So Vito is going to be discussing this on Getting Color on Sunday. So make mm, sure. And you guys have to watch it because I know the story is awesome. Yes. Oh my God. The, awesome. Awesome. I still didn't watch that yet either, by the way. I'm oh my God. The last one was. Oh my God. Because we got to talk about it. The second episode was so. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. To watch this. I'm sorry, I got something in my eye. Five seconds here. Devin. Her, her mom is her mom is her so look, her mom's hysterical in both of the first two episodes. And Miz gets a, a golf cart at their new house because everybody's riding around in golf carts in the community. But his has to get tricked out to look like his like WWE persona. So it's got like awesome across the front and like Oh, it's <laughs> right now we're shopping for golf carts, but it has to fit like Vito's criteria. So we're trying to see. If it's and yeah, you have to watch this episode. You you do watch it together because it's all about the golf cart. We will. We'll probably watch it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. it's hysterical. Tomorrow night, so we'll probably catch up on that because we watch all those reality shows. Although he gets tired of fellows within the first five minutes, he goes shut it off. Yeah, it. And he tells me to shut it off. He's well, not I'm not in it. Not true. I need sure. to be in it. And Kim Kardashian is trying to be a lawyer, so the whole world is just gone stupid. Years ago, we went way off the rails. Kim Kardashian there's, as a lawyer. There's way too many jokes about Kim Kardashian's briefs, okay? Yeah, way. Oh, her legal briefs. Are you ready for some weird news, my friend? Oh, please. Because let me be Did honest. I cut you off whatever story you were telling? You weren't you telling the story and I, I interrupted you and we went down this whole. No, I was just basically saying program note, Vita will be telling his Puerto Rico story um, involving the same people uh, that murdered Bruiser Brody this weekend on Getting Color. Sunday, you want to tune in, 9 p.m., Vito on Virtue, Getting Color. Um, and then it will replay again on Monday. It'll be on our audio on Monday. So make sure you guys tune in for that. So that's a little little note there. Um, so it's on twitch.tv slash the big Vito brand. Okay. And I sent you our new program um, that's on the Russo brand. Did you get a chance to watch that yet? Not. I watched the beginning of it. I haven't watched all of it yet. You will love it. I think I will. Yes, you will. So, anyway, some weird news. Most of our stories come from Florida. I'll just put that Shocking. out. Shocking. Please tell me the turtle one is one of them. Yes, it's the first story. Stop. <laughs> it's the first what? one. It's the first one. Turtle. Let's talk about turtles, shall we? I call yeah. this Ninja Turtle Comeback. Yes. <laughs> And this again happened in Florida, a man yelling obscenities and calling himself a saint and threatening to send his turtle army to destroy everyone has been arrested. I, I love this story, by the way. Tracy Smothers, I love you, brother, but man, that's not the promo you want to cut. <laughs> no. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> that was awesome. According to an affidavit by the, uh, at, in the Atlantic, Police Department, that's in Brevard County, Florida. Um, the officer responded to several calls about a disturbance at a Starbucks. Why does everything weird happen at a Starbucks? Have you your, ever the, the answer to your question lies within your question. Yeah, that is true. It's because it's a Starbucks. 
Starbucks. I mean, last if you name a coffee shop after a Battlestar Galactica character, you're going to have some weird shit going on. Yeah, and I mean, that's basically, and a naked mermaid is there. Um, I'm so jealous of this candy bar right now. Like, I'm living through you. I'm literally living through you right now. I feel it. Yeah, it's awful. Anyway, in the Starbucks. Last week, Jack Austin got punched by a homeless guy in the Starbucks. He on him. And then, like, a few months ago, some lady shit in a Starbucks in her hand and threw at a guy. Like, like weird things happen at Starbucks. So, anyway, I digress. At a Starbucks. Um, and uh, <laughs> Thomas Davini Lane, 61 years old, went with an officer to the police department where he was yelling at the dispatcher in the lobby while pounding on the walls and the glass after he was arrested. Lane then left the police department, was later located at a 7-Eleven. Like he continued this onslaught with the turtles all over town. And so police let him go. He went down to the 7-Eleven, you know, threatened. Maybe he thought Splinter was there because there's a- well, turn, yeah, listen, People aren't going to laugh when the turtles attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna cut you no slack. It's like Mole Man. It's how they. It's, it's how Mole Man showed up. Well, the the thing is, is that the guy actually called nine one one himself. <laughs> so that's what makes it so interesting. The officer stood by his lane, called nine one one, and told the operator, "I need to leave now, or you'll be sorry." Expletive with the saint. He called himself the not a saint, the saint. Nice. Lane refused to leave his car. Officers forcibly had to remove him, place him under arrest. Nobody was injured, including the turtles. What promotion does he run? JCW. <laughs> oh, that was an old school shoot. Nobody and I, I Juggalos fans. I don't mean Juggalos. <laughs> That was that uh, schooler right there. That was that was I. My thought was like, oh, ho, ho. snap! No one was there. <laughs> That's the best thing about like having like a major, massive like brain injury due to an illness. You just don't care anymore, and I just don't care. I just say whatever I want, do whatever I want, and I owe with it. What are you gonna do? Sue me? Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. The next story is another Florida story that I do believe that you will enjoy. I call this one, the real world is real tough, but buy an island and don't get caught. This will make sense. That's a long title. I couldn't think of anything shorter, and I wanted to fit everything in. So, that's so you're like a typical indie worker. I got you. Yeah, like I had to get all my spots in. Yeah, you had 10 minutes, but you had to get 20 minutes worth of stuff in. My entrance is at least five. Remember Honky Talk Band? Putting together a match with Simon Diamond, and he goes, "Well, the song's at least five minutes. We got." Running, and he goes, "That's two minutes right there." I, I have homework for everybody. My the first person I advantaged when I was getting in the in the wrestling was this guy um, out of the Virginia area named Shorty Smalls, and he came out to Quiet Riot. Right, come on, feel the noise. No, mental health, whatever it is. Come on, that's the name of it, right? Come on, whatever. Quite right. Yeah, if you listen to it, he doesn't come through the curtain until the lyrics start, until the singing starts, which has got to be a full two and a half minutes into the damn song. <laughs> I so, what? I did that 
that at my wedding. <laughs> well, you should do that at your wedding. I had a song. Yeah, like Vito and I were very specific. We wanted certain songs. We were not having some hoity-toity churchy wedding. We were having the big Vito, Noel Harlow wedding of the century. So Vito came out to a rap song. <laughs> Walked in, is like shaking hands and shit. Like a, nice. I, I came out to a song and it was a slow song and it was a wedding song. But I said, well, I'm going to wait till the second verse. So the song starts and everybody's waiting and everybody's standing up looking and everybody's waiting. And I'm, and Nick walked me down the aisle and I'm standing there and I'm saying, and Nick goes, are we going to go yet? I said, boy, you got to build an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally the second verse hits and I come through the, and we had curtains, like a wrestling show, I come through the curtains. Like that was, that was our wedding. Like, yeah, so when my wife and I do our vow renewal, I was jokingly going to have Sean, Sean Denny guys, one of our buddies, an independent wrestler, um, be up at the front to do the, you know, to perform the service. And then when my music hit, I was going to come in behind him and hit him with a chair. Nice. <laughs> one of Vito's friends wanted to do a run in on the web. As long as it wasn't a tag. He was going to marry me instead. We both are friends, Ox, but. We had Nunzo as a bodyguard at our wedding. So, I mean, literally, I had to make sure Vito got to the church. I had to bring Nunzio in to travel with him in the car and make sure he actually got married. So, you know, our wedding was definitely one big, huge work. Some people have a shotgun wedding. Noel has a Nunzio wedding. I had a Nunzio wedding. I had an FBI wedding. Yep. <laughs> I had an FBI wedding. Oh, and, uh, and uh, also... Aside from the story I'm about to tell, I asked you to do a vow renewal at Taco Bell this week because I don't know if you saw, but Taco Bell in Vegas is doing weddings now. No. Oh, yeah, I swear to God. Taco Bell is doing weddings. Nice. You get the wedding. You get a churro-flavored cake. Um, you get a 12-pack of tacos, a bride and groom. All for $600. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh. and they're giving a wedding away for Christmas. So I want to go to Taco Bell and Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of you know, and those kind of things that we do. <laughs> Did you lose it? Did you? I don't have tacos. You're like, <laughs> and you get a shirt like. <laughs> You get a shirt like my groom. The gordita bride. <laughs> That's the fat bride for y'all to do now. Six hundred dollars at Taco Bell. I want to. I want to go to Vegas and renew my vows. I don't see a problem with. That. Look, I freak out if I spend twenty bucks at Taco Bell. So I'm thinking, holy crap, that's a lot of food for Taco Bell. But <laughs> I mean, it's your own cake, brother. Oh. Plus, you get like the wedding license and a T-shirt that's you know a T-shirt. A T-shirt that says like Mr. and Mrs. Well, that I'm, makes it official. I went to Vegas and all I got was this thinking T-shirt, a twelve pack of tacos. I mean, that's oh, hundred dollars. That might be the greatest thing I've ever heard. I might do it because I'm trying to go to Vegas next year. I'm trying to go to Vegas next year if I'm well enough to go. Right. If, Clear me to fly to Vegas. I would go to Vegas. You need to. You need to go to Taco Bell. Yeah, I'm back in rehab again, working out and stuff because I yep. need a Taco Bell marriage renewal ceremony. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> motivation. Six hundred dollars to go to Taco Bell. Oh my god! I tried to convince him to buy me a uh, an indoor fountain, like one of those water ones this week, and he's like, "Well, how much is it?" I said, "Well, the big one's a thousand dollars, and I just don't see spending that kind of money. The smaller one's five hundred. Can we get that one? That's how you work that." Yeah. You yeah. see, like, I say yeah. the big one's a thousand dollars, and I get the smaller one for yeah. 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 So it's under consideration, but. So they had it in my house too. Like, can we get this TV? It's on sale for four hundred dollars. It's normally a thousand. I'm like, you know what? You're still spending four hundred dollars. I learned this stuff from my grandmother, who uh, is a wizard at words, like a wordsmith. Coming <laughs> <laughs> oh, down here soon, but she's uh, she's almost ninety, and I think I've told the story before. I don't know if I told it to you. I learned everything I know in life from my grandmother. God, it's allergy season. Yeah. Um, she used to purchase things from QVC all the time. You no know, QVC, the the uh, TV station. You yep. Can check that. Yeah, yeah. So my grandmother would buy things at QVC, and then she would take the box and she would put it all the way in the back of the top of the hallway closet, where my grandfather would never go. And then she would take the box out after three months and open it up, and she liked to purchase like Hummel figures and like shit like old. Like, and then she would put it out, like, you know, in the china cabinet or on the TV. And my grandfather would go, Where did this come from? How, uh, where, where did you get this? And she goes, Oh, Herb, I got that three months ago. <laughs> nice. That's a win. That's where I learned everything in life from my grandmother. And that's where my, it wasn't that, the big one's $1,000. That's just too much. But the $500 one is a little smaller. And uh, yeah, that's how I, like, it's where I learned these things from. Anyway, let's go back to my story. We're yes. trying all over the place today. So this, the world is real tough to buy an island and don't get caught. Okay. All right, here we go. A man who had just bought an $8 million island off of Key West was arrested on Saturday for participating in what police describe as a scheme to steal $300 in household items from Kmart because I guess he needed shit for his island. $300 from Kmart. All right, here we go. Officials at the Kmart called Key West Police on the 5th after they said Andrew Francis Lippy, 59, had purchased several items, including a Keurig coffee maker, light bulbs, and returned the original boxes for a refund. But the police say that the boxes were stuffed with other items. For example, store officials say there was a basketball in the Keurig box. Oh. Yeah, so the store's loss prevention officer provided detectives with a video of Lippy buying and returning all of these items between like the March 30th and April 5th. So he tried to return them in a timely fashion, but returning other items. So uh, Miami Herald reports that Lippy bought um, Thomas Island which has been the home of philanthropist Edward Knight. Lippy also owns the real world Key West house, which is why it's the real world. MTV right. sat for the um, second season in 2006. So he told detectives that he did not charge out any of these items, change out any of these items before he returned them because the Keurig box had a basketball in it. According to arrest reports, Lippy told the uh, detectives that the clerks should have known there was a no coffee maker inside the box because of the weight. He also told the officers he returned the light bulbs because they cost too much, and he didn't realize that until he was switching them out. 
He bought an $8 million island, but his life so he had to return them with his basketball Keurig. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds a little fishy. Yeah. So Lippy was charged with grand theft. He was booked into jail. I like his name, Lippy. 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 Island of Lippy. And he bought an island, but he can't buy a Keurig. So he was issued a trespass warning to stay away from the Kmart. He was released on Sunday. He's been charged with theft. He says the allegations are complicated and he'd rather not talk about it. Yeah. So you're able to purchase an $8 million ride. You own a mansion in Key West, but you can't buy a Keurig. This is probably where he gets the money for. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I have So, I, I mean, have you ever noticed that people that really have money don't spend it? I mean, they'll buy like a big thing. But they don't buy tiny things. I'll give you. I'll give you a, a, an example. So my aunt's husband is rich. He had a business. Like he has a lot of money. He plays the stock market. Whatever. He washes out Ziploc bags. He literally takes. I've seen him do it. He literally takes Ziploc bags, washes them out, dries them on a rack, seals them up, and puts them in a drawer. This is wow. why he has money, and we don't. Because I'm like, oh, three Ziploc bags stuck together. Ah, fuck it. And then I just throw whatever in it. But he washes them out and reuses them. I don't care. That's why he has money and we don't, Dad. We're living wrong. Yeah. We're living wrong. I just, I, sometimes I buy the really cheap Ziploc bags just go, so I can feel really strong because they're hard to open. But when you do actually get them open, like it rips the whole bag. And you're like, Argh. That's how I feel when I open up a bag of chips. Yeah. When I like most people get very upset, but because I'm kind of like, like if I open a bag of chips and it rips, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, 24 inch pythons. Yeah. And then Vito gets mad and comes up and, that's yeah, and then the dog eats the chips off the floor, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. I'm still the guy that walks through the automatic doors and does this, right? You know, me too. And Vito doesn't even know why I'm doing it. He just thinks I'm nuts. Oh, I go, you are. I'll go, the force is weak with one. And he's, I don't even know what that means. Wow. Well, what we do. My next story I find very interesting. And by the way, this is the last story before I get to what I'm going to call my Bridezilla Marathon. Oh, boy. Because I love these wedding stories. I know you do. Well, yeah, you remember the last one with the lady with all the rules and she wanted to dress like fat people in camouflage and stuff? Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're going to go to that. But this last one I think is interesting because how stupid do you have to be? Um, I call this the Amity Ball of Horror. Nice. Yeah, I just wanted to like, you know, tie it all together again. Nice. So this happened in Ridgefield, Connecticut. Thorne okay. say that it cost over $50,000 to repair a Connecticut baseball diamond where somebody dumped gasoline and set it on fire to dry out the infield. And it's at a school. <laughs> yeah, police are investigating a fire in Bill in which 25 gallons of gasoline was poured on the field on Saturday. Uh, first Blackman Rudy Marconi told the Hearst Connecticut media that 75 to 100 people actually sat there, watched it happen, and recorded it on their cell phones. Of course they did. And the high school baseball team had been planning to host the Amityville team 
<laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's why it's Amityville. Nice. <laughs> I am. I'm pretty. I'm getting good at these. You are. Yeah, I'm impressing myself. Workers from the um, Department of Energy and Environmental Protection had to respond because obviously pouring gas on a field is a hazard. Dude. So the hazmat waste removal team now has to dig apart the entire contaminated field. My husband's calling me during the watch. Watch this. He's calling during the show. You're on the air with the big veto brand. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you're 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 on the air. Thank you for joining Devin and I on spilling the reality. Do you have any reality you want to spill with us? <laughs> huh? huh? Well, there is some things I'd like to share. What do you want to share? Well, well, uh, anybody take a take a listen to the Bruiser Brody uh, documentary. We were just talking about how you're going to talk about that on Sunday. Good stuff. Yeah, the st I know the story you're going to tell, and it is terrifying. And I can't wait till you finally actually get to tell it. Really? Yeah. I think people are going to be intrigued by what I'm going to tell them. And it's a story probably nobody talks about, but wait till you see you hear about it on the brand. I told them, I said, some of the uh, the same characters were involved in this story as the Bruiser Brody story. And it is amazing that that the story is actually true. We were just talking about some, some strange and unusual uh, news. Vito, I want to ask you a question. You've been around a lot of rich people, going back a little bit to the previous story. You've been around a lot of rich people, correct? Yes. Okay. So there's a guy that bought an island, but he stole $300 worth of stuff from Kmart. He tried to return a Keurig and put a basketball in a box. We're talking about, are, are rich people generally actually cheap people that you find? Yeah, a lot of rich people don't like to tip. A lot of rich people don't like to give back. A lot of rich people hold on to their money. It's noted. Is that why they're rich? Uh, I don't know if that's the sole reason, but, you know, they've become a certain way, and, you know, that's what happens. Do you know you do a run-in on, like, all your shows, even, like, they're unplanned, but you run in, like, you run in on Virtue's brand of wrestling, and, like, you're running in on Spilling the Tea, and you don't even plan it. Do you have, like, a sixth sense that people are on your brand? Well, it's just, you know, I got to know, you know, since I run, run a big-time corporation, you got to know everything that's happening in your brand. And, you know, it keeps everybody on the toes because you never know when I'm going to show up. Hey, Vito, what what day does this show air? You you run a brand. What day does this show air? This week. Uh, when would that be, sir? I don't have my calendar in front of me. Yeah, that's what I thought. You, you run a brand. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> I come at the doghouse. Yeah, that's right. It's not, it hasn't been the first. It won't be the first time or the last time. Pretty much a daily occurrence, to be honest with pretty you. Much. Always in the doghouse, right, babe? You're the you're the only person that has a, a door a doghouse with a revolving door. I do have a doghouse with a revolving door. I've I've had furniture and pizzas delivered in there and everything else. I'm in there so much. I I literally have every meal in the doghouse, right, babe? Yep. Speaking of furniture and everything, I never got a pick of the outside or the stools or anything. 
Oh, okay, babe. When I'm off the air, I will. I'll do that for you. <laughs> because it should, have been done, it should have been done already, but you know, I'm only running an empire. Oh. Wow. Well, that's okay because I was sitting here recording while the stools were being built because I'm running your empire. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, you're such a jerk. Finish your thing. Give me a call back. All right. Bye, honey. Bye. He runs an empire like I run the vacuum. You know that shit ain't happening. <laughs> uh, Let me get back to the story. Uh, hazardous waste materials crews literally have to dig up the entire field, take the soil, and move it somewhere else because they dumped gas and it sunk into the ground. And that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking read. That's that's pretty that's pretty stupid. I mean, I have to dry out the field. Let me light that shit on fire. Like, who thinks of that? Who thinks? Well, of that? I'm surprised that wasn't in Florida. It was in Connecticut. A lot of dumb shit happened in Connecticut. That's true. Well, because what else were they going to do up there? You watch Roller Smackdown? That shit. That shit comes from there. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, a lot of stupid shit happens in Connecticut. That's right. All right, let's go to our, our wedding section. I love these wedding stories, Dev. Uh, I love them because people think that life stops when they get married. And I'm, I believe it or not, I'm going to a wedding on Saturday. Do you know who's getting married on Saturday? No, I do not. Chrissy Rivera. Do you remember Chrissy? Yeah. Uh, be my partner, and she's getting married at Disney World on Saturday. So Big V and I are, are going to uh, go to her wedding. Is that the Seven Dwarfs could be there? She's got people around that are her height. Oh, tell her you said that. Please do. <laughs> She'll be like, who? <laughs> She'll probably be happy because, you know, if she was a part of the Seven Dwarfs, she could live in Disney and she would never have to go back to New York. That's true. That's true. <laughs> happy but i'm very excited about that so this is kind of my my revving up into a big wedding weekend here so this first story i like to call eight is enough <laughs> oh sounds like one of my wife's cousins needs to have that philosophy with the kids they keep having okay sorry oh that was a shoot there's a lot of that going on in the united states today yeah. Yes. Money. Uh, um, so uh, it's almost kind of like a law of physics that like no wedding can take place without there being drama. Am okay. I right? You're right. Like there legally has to be some dramatic event. Yes. So it's like particular instance, the source of the beef doesn't even lie with the bride, which is normally where we have a problem. Right. Like the mother-in-law of the bride or some crazy bride. No. This has to do with a wedding guest. Oh, boy. Yeah. So instead of regular two wedding guests um, RSVPing to a wedding they were invited to, you know, you're the guest and then you bring somebody along. Like, you know, I'm the right. guest wedding and I bring Vito along with me. Um, no, that's not the way this uh, worked because when they were confirming their attendance to this particular lady's wedding, the couple in question did a little something bizarre. Along okay. with saying that they were going to be there, they also stated that eight of their family members would be tagging along with them. Eight. What? Eight. What? Yeah. 
So um, they RSVP'd because they had a Facebook group for people to RSVP. And by the way, guys, there's an app for that. Like using Facebook to RSVP for a wedding is the worst idea I've ever heard. Uh, Facebook group and saying you know, it's not a regular party. So you leave yourself open to dumb shit stuff like this when you don't literally use like an app with like two spots open and that's all you get. It takes you up in the air. So unsurprisingly and very quickly, um, people whipped into an outrage frenzy. In a blank space on the card, the couple kindly wrote the names of each of the family members they would be taking with them. Then in another space, they added 10 persons will be attending <laughs> on the card. Uh. They kindly then clarified that it would be six adults and four kids, <laughs> which is worse because a lot of people don't even want kids at their wedding. To add insult to injury, they then pointed out, oh, sorry, there'll be an 11th person and they're bringing two kids too. Aye. Aye. So they not including somebody's name, um, we want to have another kid and another adult and two more kids. So that's now 11 people that they're going to be bringing as a guest where they invited two. So it was one invite. You could bring a guest. Now they have literally like 13 people coming out of this one family. So according to the Facebook post, it was the husband's stepdad's family who basically hijacked the invite. So it wasn't even a blood relative or like, you know, like a close friend. It was a stepfather's relatives, people and their friends that are SVP people. So it just keeps like getting like getting better in, in that instance. So the bride literally just was like, I'm losing my shit here. It's a wedding, not a barbecue. You're all on. <laughs> and that was it. It's a wedding, not a barbecue. That is the best line ever. Yeah. It says uh, weddings can bring out the worst in people. Not talking about the bridal party. Sometimes it's the stepfather's families, friends of friends. <laughs> so they all got uninvited. Have you ever RSVP'd with 11 additional people? No. <laughs> Who These people evidently. And they're just like the stepdad's like, that's like my brother's cousin's sister's roommate. Like, are you serious? You're yeah, it's like totally like, random. Like that's yeah, like, uh, that 13 people is like your entire wedding. Like, why are you like, I don't get it. That's a, uh, how many people did you have come to your wedding, Dev? I don't know if you had a big wedding. I wasn't we, we we that's why we're doing the vow renewal because we didn't we went to the courthouse with with her parents. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He had a wedding wedding because Vito, Vito was married previously, but he didn't have a wedding. He went to the courthouse. I had a wedding that I married a jerk off, so I had another wedding. Yeah, well. <laughs> you can argue. You can argue. I'm not going to say anything. I never had a wedding, so we had a wedding. We had, I think we originally, originally were like, well, let's have kind of a smaller wedding. And then we were like, well, let's have 100 people. Then it ballooned up to let's have 150 people. Because why not? 200 people that like 50 just showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> Vito is inviting everybody. He's he's at the gym going, hey, we're getting married this weekend. What I'm like, you know, <laughs> invited everybody. And then of course, like I'm like, oh, just come, just come. Like, just come. like because what am I gonna go? No. 
Right. He's so happy he was getting married. He's going to pick up his suit. He's like, hey, why don't you guys come to the wedding? And I'm like, Vito, you don't even know these people's first name. And you just invited them to the wedding? Like, it he was doesn't crazy. care. He didn't care. He didn't care. Well, he paid for it. So, like, oh, there you go. You know, I like my parents didn't pay for it. They I'm gonna get in trouble if I say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you pay for the wedding and sometimes you pay for it for every year thereafter. <sighs> That's the me. I'm, I'm the Rodney Dangerfield of YouTube, folks. The Lagrasos. The Lagrasos. The Lagrasos. Listen, if we didn't marry each other, who else was going to do it? Yeah, well, that's a I very valid point. That bad scenario. Like, who else was going to marry these two trades? Very, very valid point. So, I will tell you what my sister says about Vito and I. Uh-oh. She calls us Bobby and Whitney without the crack. Yeah. That's a pretty, yeah. pretty good. I, I can't argue with that. Do you know why she said that? No, why? Because when I was in the hospital, I'm laughing. It's not even funny. When I was in the hospital, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything because I had a stroke, right? Right. So I couldn't eat. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. So Vito was taking pieces of salad and tearing them up in little pieces, putting them on his finger, putting them in my mouth, and making me chew, and tilting my head back so I could swallow. Nice. He's gonna let me die, you know. Right. <laughs> he thinks if I miss a meal, I may die. So he's like, my sister's like, why didn't you just get her the soup? <laughs> and he's like, because they just brought a salad. Like he, like he doesn't even like. Yeah, it. like whatever. Like, she's not gonna die by missing. She's she's healing, like, but not Vito. Vito is like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna Bobby Brown this shit. So he's like. <laughs> Like, you were like Bobby and Whitney without the crack. And there's like some weird obsessive shit going on, but we're just best friends. Uh, you guys are something, I tell you. We've both had multiple head injuries, Manna. Well, yeah, that's why you guys need a camera that's like always on. Russo says that. He's like, you guys should have a camera on in your house 24 hours a day. Well, you, you know why I say that and then Russo says it also? Because I'm like the Russo that nobody's ever heard of. The undercover Russo? I'm like the no, like the I'm the, like the Russo that didn't make it anywhere. You know what? If you if if Vince heard that, he would say you're lucky. Are you, you know what's funny though? If you think about it, it's really accurate. Yeah, it is actually really accurate. It, you know, the WWE is is hiring a script continuity person to. Uh, work for them. You should put in for that. No, are they really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's like arrow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they pay, but that would be pretty sweet. I think you got to move to Connecticut, Broseph. Dude, the schools have to be better than North Carolina. They're way better. I, I, mean, would, I would do it. I'll send you the link. I do it. I don't know. My wife would be too fond of that, but you know, she'll get over it. She'll recover. She's been talking about wanting to move, so. Well, there you go. I will send you the link. We should start a campaign. We should. We should. Uh, and you're totally qualified to do this, too. You fit all the qualifications to do this. See? Uh, if we start a campaign and it's related to Vito's name, you'll never get in. No, no. We got to keep him out of it. Probably Russo, too. You know what? We'll tag Vicky in it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, don't mention Vince. I don't. No. Hey, Vicky. 
Don't Thank mention you, everybody. Hi, Biggie. Yeah. Oh, well, let's get to this last story because people okay. are like, you two are like losing your minds. I called this one. I went to car cash, a car trashian wedding. Hand me your wallet. Oh, God. Susan, which is totally the name I would think of the person that would want a Kardashian wedding, by the way. Or she would ask to see the manager. Either <laughs> That's a Susan to me. Uh, a longtime boyfriend and a wedding that was to make the Kardashians envious. But her dream wedding quickly turned into a nightmare and the bride-to-be was forced to call things off because in typical snowflake fashion, she decided to share a scathing Facebook post explaining why her wedding was canceled. And lucky for us, someone screenshotted the whole thing and shared it. Yeah, it was good too. Sit back, grab some popcorn, and get ready to hear the shocking tale of Susan. Susan. The wedding complainer. Uh, just the name. Just the season. This is what reminds me of. That was just going to say that. <laughs> Y'all can't barbecue here. <laughs> Excuse me. You spelled my name wrong on the cup Starbucks. I want to see the manager. That's <laughs> that's exactly. That what is I'm so doing. Susan. That is so It's such a Susan thing to do. Uh, one of those really short spiky long haircuts. Hey, hey. So you said this is going to be on Twitch too, right? Yeah, this will be on Twitch. Hey, so all you Twitch people, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take Susan and turn it into a verb <laughs> or an adjective or something. You can use it as like, don't be such a Susan. Don't be such a Susan. Oh, here's the, here's the beginning of Susan's shocking tale. Susan begins her post by apologizing for canceling her wedding at such short notice and admits that she and her partner have broke up due to the recent and irreparable problems that they are having. She then divulges the full explanation of the situation because don't they usually go into full on freaking detail when they have these issues with course. Because you can't keep anything to yourself nowadays in social media. No. So she revealed that things were like a fairy tale at first, aren't they always? Of course. She met the love of her life at 14. Sorry, I have to read this because literally it's, it's, I can't memorize this. <laughs> there's, there's no way. She met the love of her life at 14 and they worked in her family's farm. And with each warm summer spent in the field, their love grew. The vomit uh, growing in my throat. So I just thought I would say that. I already threw up today, people. I got to wash that one down. At 18, he put a ring on her finger. At 20, they had their first child. So, flash forward to a few years, and they were preparing for their dream wedding, having saved up $15,000 for Damn. a wedding. Damn. I didn't pay that much for my wedding. Uh, but to have the blowout party wedding that they wanted, they would need $60,000. These are farmers. Why did they need a $60,000 wedding? What is wrong with this generation of people? God, I just turned into my father just then. You know, I used to do catering at, a, at hotels, right? And banquets and stuff. I used to sell weddings. Yeah. Like, 
we used to salivate over the $60,000 weddings. Like that was a big deal. That was a big deal. So the $60,000 was in total of what they need. So they turned to their friends and family for help. She says, and I quote, I specifically, I mean specifically asked for cash gifts. How could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without the proper funding? She really leaned in, didn't she? Hard, brother, hard. We sacrificed so much and only asked each gift guest to give us around $1,500 a piece oh. as a wedding gift. Oh. Wow. We talked to a few people who even promised us they would make our dreams come true. My maid of honor pledged $5,000 along with her planning services. Wow. We tearfully thanked and accepted. My ex's family offered to contribute $3,000. We made it clear if, we couldn't, if you could contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once-in-a-lifetime party. Nice. Why do people have why do people think that their wedding is so much bigger than just them getting married? Why do people think that they should stop? I read a story today that was so horrible, I have to tell you off the show of what somebody asked somebody to do. I can't even say it on the show, it was so terrible. But I don't understand this. So you're not invited to the wedding, Devin, because you didn't give him one thousand five hundred dollars. Clearly oh. you didn't read. You said that on the invitation, like please RSVP and attach your check. <laughs> they got to room. She's and they have a kid. So seriously, like they have a kid. Don't you think you know college fund with that fifteen thousand or you know braces? I don't know something. Something. So, um, so they sent out RSVPs and only eight people replied and Susan was livid. Should be her last name, Susan Livid. Susan Livid. I like it. Her nickname, Susan Livid. The angry bitch. So how was this supposed to happen for a little help from our friends? To make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer and suddenly more people backed out, including my C-word main of honor, my best friend since childhood, my second family, and I was so shocked. In a desperate last attempt, they sent out invites to the wedding a second time and then they set it up. They set it up, brother. Do you know what they set up? I'm I'm gearing up. I'm gearing oh up. <laughs> the band are playing. What? Go fund me. They set up the old go. I warm up like chin music, man. That's what I was gonna say. Warming up the band. I warm up, baby. So they set up <clears throat> a GoFundMe that only managed to get $250. <laughs> Susan was losing all hope of achieving her dream, especially when her ex offered to skip the big wedding and have a cheap, raggedy, filthy whore ceremony in Vegas. Those were her, that was her quotes, a cheap, raggedy, filthy whore ceremony in Vegas. That is an exact quote from Susan. Susan cray cray. 
big time, brother. So she was outraged, obviously. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for the day. And there's why I hate Susan. <laughs> because even after all of this, she has the balls to say she wanted to be a Kardashian. You know what? She should make a sex tape. Yeah. You know what? Sell it. And then have the wedding. <laughs> Ray J's still single. Oh, I mean, she, how bad does she want the wedding? How bad do you want it, baby? How bad do you want to be a Kardashian? <laughs> you got to do what the Kardashians do. It's either that or find somebody from the NBA to knock you up. Because <laughs> that's a Kardashian thing to do. Yes. <laughs> you got to do these things if you want. So things kept getting worse for poor Susan. Poor Susan. <laughs> Excuse me. Her partner started gossiping about her with her friends and he started staying out late and she thinks he may have even cheated on her. Oh no. I don't know, Susan, maybe you were just a little bit too focused on your Kartrashian wedding. I don't know. Maybe. Nice. Uh, ultimately, she realized the only thing to do was get away from it all. You're gonna love this one. Oh. Instead of getting married, <clears throat> she decides to backpack across South America for two months to rid herself of all the toxic energy that this wedding event has caused her. <sighs> I need to get away from this awful society. How hard would it have been to fucking donate, friends? Do I even matter to you? A friendly reminder, don't think you own me. I am cutting all you snakes off, and I am living my life alone now. Wow. That was a dramatic reading of Susan. You should do that. That should be like a segment of the show is dramatic uh, Bridezilla readings by Noel Harlow. We could add these things. You know? I think we should do that. I'm surprised. What do you think, guys? If you guys want to well, see I'm reading. That. I'm reading. I'm just kidding. I'm not reading because there's nothing there. <laughs> I can't see it on my end, people. Devin and I, I, I will do a Bridezilla reading <laughs> every you gotta, you, Then you got to pipe the music behind you, like the Masterpiece Theater music. And I'd be like this. Oh, hi. I didn't see you. <sighs> Noel Rosso here with a Bridezilla reading. Oh, we have lost our minds. And then I'll just go right into it and go, I need to get away from this awful society. Do you guys not even care about me? How could you just donate 2K to my cause? I'll be like, I just can't. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> Wait, it's all right. I have another pair right now. <laughs> I have another pair there too. That's the greatest. Yes. So anyway, my second player glasses. So anyway, unsurprisingly, the post got a strong reaction from the folks at MomNet who got the screenshot of all this. Right. It's so over the top. It's positively jaw dropping. They're British, but I don't do a very good British accent when I'm tired. Bloody hell, Susan. Rain it in, they said. <laughs> so that's the tale of Susan and her wedding that didn't happen. I wonder where my glasses went. I kind of did like a Randy Savage. Did you see that? Yeah. 
I don't think before I do. That's another problem with being one of the Lagrasses. Neither of us think. Uh, <laughs> we just do. Right. So, um, that's that. Except I want to discuss one thing before we go. Okay. And I messaged you this earlier. We have got to talk about the fact that I know that I may be paranoid, but I definitely had confirmed that Alexa is listening to me today. Did you see this in the news? No. Well, maybe. You can Google it because you're very <laughs> Alexa devices apparently do listen to you. They're trying to learn basically the English, la English language. Maybe I should learn it. The English language. <laughs> And they randomly listen to customers' accounts, and people at Amazon listen to your accounts. And usually, they hear mundane things, but they've even heard sexual assaults on Alexa. And the Alexa's—you're not tagged by customer name; it's tagged by Alexa device number. So oh, nice. they could do really, but they're actually are listening to you. And I thought about it, and I thought, well, I wonder what Alexa really hears from my house. And then I realized it pretty much only hears Nick going, "Say penis, say penis," over and over again. So it's probably not too bad on my end, right? Or my uh, Nick is already asking if Alexa has a butthole, and that's probably about the gist of what my Alexa hears. Beware if you have an Alexa device; they are listening to you. I'm not that paranoid. Uh, do you have an Alexa? I do. Dude, dude, so, okay, so <laughs> I have two Echo Dots in my house, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I said, my, my daughter wanted one. I said, absolutely not. No. Listening to you. No. And, I, and that was even when the listening thing first came in the news, like not this version of it, but they were starting to already say that. I said, no, absolutely not. I didn't even like the fact that she's got a cell phone at nine years old. My in-laws bought it for her for Christmas. But they wouldn't donate to your wedding. No. And then, and then I go to our company meeting for the company I work for, and they gave us all a flipping third generation Echo Dot. So now we have two of them in the house. They were doing that because we have our own little, like, whatever they call it on Alexa, where you can set up, like, a... I don't know. You can ask. You can ask my company questions through Alexa now. So that's pretty cool. And they want us to like be able to do that. But now I have two. I want none. Now they the more I work in technology, the less of it I want. If it's me, I have a gadget. I need to have it. Like if it's out there, like I gotta have this gadget. Like right. I literally just bought like a bunch of TV sets because I wanted to try out these ones with Roku in them. So I have three now. <laughs> like nice. I could buy one. I'd have like three of them. Nice. So right now I have three TVs with a, with a hooked up to all these devices and all this shit. And I'm like, oh my God, look, I can watch old Popeye cartoons. Like I couldn't do that on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But like right. I have it on like my, my Roku device TVs now. Like I'm a sucker for these things. They suck me right in. Right. I'm pretty much everything they target ever. Like me. That's it. I guess why I have 47 pairs of glasses sitting next to me because they all look different. And I got to have a new pair that's used to, none of them make me see. I'm blind as an F and bad. I'm legally blind. But, they, but, but, but obviously they're aerodynamic. I still can't find where I threw those glasses. Like they that went that way. I have no idea. And I just broke a pair. So like I threw another pair. I'm going to be down to like 47 pairs. What am I going to do? Oh. I have to have different shades of yellow. Every glass has to be a different shade of yellow. Gotcha. Like that glass over here, here's another shade of yellow. 
you see her like Sinestro. Different shades of yellow. Yeah, Sinestro. I have a lighter shade here. Now I'm John Lennon. See how that works. I have eye problems. I have to. I have to wear these certain glasses, but I have to have like different shades for different light. It's it's weird. BME is very complicated. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Always been very complicated, but just over the past few years, it's got very specifically complicated. So. Right. So that's that's me. Gotcha. So that's this week in spilling the reality. Next week, Nick G will be with us here, spilling tea. And whatever else that he does. Maybe we can get him to do some impressions. Yeah. They're the best. His Arnold is dead on. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's dead on. He's really good at it. He, you have to hear some of the other. I love when he does the um, the old guy from Family Guy. Herbert. Oh my God. That's what I sounded like today. Like I, I've cleared up a little bit after, you know, the gagging with put a right swallowed outside. But all day I was like, hey, kids, how are you doing today? Why don't you come on over? I got popsicles in the cellar. I got popsicles in the fridge. That's what Nick always tells me. I got popsicles in the cellar. And I'm like, we don't have a cellar. We live in Florida. <laughs> Stop doing that. So I actually, I want him to say in that voice. Oh, okay. Well, I hope we help. No, no, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. So I was listening to one of the comedy channels, the Kevin Hart comedy channel on Sirius uh, XM or whatever it's called. And, what, and the guy's trading, like, insults with the crowd like he's having me a lot of stuff and he responds so he's like hey 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 leave my mother out of this and i'll leave this out of my out of your mother wow that sounds like something my husband would say yeah it does but i want to hear it in that voice and be hysterical yeah we'll get him to say it next week yeah. so i want to make sure you tune in next week nick g will be here with us we'll have plenty of more strange news Devin, any plugs my friend no just follow me on twitter people Following on Twitter, I will have stuff coming that I'm not going to say on the air. I'm not going to say on the air. So you have to follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Also, and too, the Bell has started a podcast. Are you going to be on? They're not going to have me on. Like, look, girls don't bring people that are smarter and better looking with them to the bar, right? They have. They need people to make them look better. They're not going to have me around. No, of course not. You're the better. No. Now, so. no. Anyway, um, if you are listening to our show and you listen to the Bella's podcast, why? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a fan of the Bella's, just unfollow. <laughs> just unfollow. If you don't get fan when I say that, he calls oh. Bella my mortal enemy, but not really. No. I'm just, like bored with them. Like I don't have anything. And I know like he's friendly with them and all that shit. I'm not. I could care less. Anyway, guys. Make sure you're back here next week with us for Spilling the Reality. Twitch.tv slash the Big Veto brand, thebigvetobrand.com, harlowink.com. You can catch me on social media at Reality Capital T Spiller. Why the capital T? Because I spill a lot of it. Also, at the Big Veto brand on Instagram and Facebook, you can catch all of our antics and rantings. Make sure you tune in on Sunday. You don't want to miss Getting Color with the Bruiser Brody Puerto Rico story that Vito has. Will Chef and all you. So you want to make sure that you make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. It is purple. If you are on anchor FM, go and support us. We're also on Patreon at the big veto brand, help support us, help us keep the brand going. We are keeping going for you guys. So make sure you tune in and we will see you next time. Bye. -bye. See ya, bye, -bye. This has been a production.
production of The Big Veto Brand. Check us out on twitch.tv slash The Big Veto Brand.